Hey, welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. We're joined tonight by a great crew of people. They're great, man. Don't know what they're drinking, though. How you doing, Blue Shark? I'm a little depressed, a little sad. we got to hire lawyers. Apparently, we're getting sued again. Oh, you got to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> I'm doing well, sir. How about you? Oh, I'm feeling great. Got some beer in me? It's fantastic. How about you, T? How you feeling? Like Shiza. But I'm alright. What the hell does Shiza mean? I mean shit. Shit. I feel like the shit that got stepped on. Huh. Wow. Like, that sounds like you need to turn that frown upside down, too. And we're being joined again by Shinzu. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I got myself a beer, and I'm enjoying life. And of course, Cecil. Cecil Xavier here, your host. I don't know why the hell I was doing some weird Pinocchio cross, Mickey Mouse cross. I got to stick up my bum voice, but uh, yeah, I'm here too. And drinking. Drinking again. This time for fun, though. This is funsy drinking. Not I'm in excruciating pain. Yes. Yesterday and today, well, yesterday first, was my first day that I actually went an entire day without being in some sort of pain from this damn accident. So I'm friggin' stoked, and I'm having a beer to celebrate. So, speaking of which, what is everybody drinking? I'll start first, since uh, I've already said I'm drinking. I am drinking a Stone IPA. It's called Hop Revolver IPA. This thing is super friggin' hoppy. It's about 7, it's seven, seven by volume. So it's got a little bit of a kick to it. So after about the third one, you start feeling a good warm fuzzy. But man, this thing is like smoking a cigarette. It is all flavor. It is always there. You stop drinking for 20 minutes, you're still tasting it. Uh, It's really good, really hoppy. Full-on citrusy flavor, though. So if you don't like that citrusy flavor of an IPA, do not touch this because you are not going to enjoy it. However, if you are an IPA fan or hop head... This is a way to go down. It's um, how the hell? It's a rotating single hop series, and they talk about on the back that they're they're going to be doing different batches to experiment with. Man, this is a great experiment. Whatever the hell they did to this guy, uh, it's out of Richmond. It's a brewery out of Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. And yeah, super hoppy, super yummy, super good. I strongly recommend it. But you, Shenzi, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? Well, hopefully I don't get shot for saying this. Uh, I am drinking a cider that was made out of tea. Right? So they took a, a black tea and a lemonade and they fermented them both and then kind of mixed them together in this delicious, surprisingly amazing tea flavor. It's like an Arnold Palmer with alcohol that doesn't suck. <laughs> I kind of like Arnold Palmer's. Well, Arnold Palmer's are great, but have you ever had Twisted Teas? They're awful. Oh, no, I haven't had those. I mean, yeah. but hey, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. If you don't like Arnold Palmer's, that's that's cool. No, that's I, right. I love I love tea. And Arnold Palmer's are like my, one of my like favorite things to drink during the summertime. But like you get like an alcoholic version of that, and it just tastes like someone just kind of left it under a couch cushion for three years and said, oh, hey, I forgot about this. Have a drink. Oh. But this Ooh. is actually very, very nice. And very, very delicious. And it's also 6%, so. You ever had those Snapple half-and-halves? Like half lemonade, half uh, half tea? 
Yeah, they're delicious. Oh, man. They made, and I don't know where the hell I found it. It might have just been somebody pissing into a Snapple bottle. I don't know. But I got one that that didn't have, that was a diet. It had no calories and it had no aspartame in it. It had no aspartame or sucralose or whatever the hell. It was the weirdest thing in the world and it tasted amazing. I was in Jersey when I found it. The oddest of places, Jersey. Like nobody ever says, oh, let's go drink healthy in Jersey. They're like, no, let's go to Jersey to die. That's, yeah, that's actually kind of interesting because they usually have the high fructose corn syrup or <clears throat> something along those lines. I'm wondering if it was like a, a Mexican Snapple. You know, I, I don't know. It was definitely a diet because it had zero calories. But when I looked through all of the ingredients, typically I look for aspartame or sucralose because those are the two most popular ones. And yes, I drink diet drinks. So what? Eat my ass. That's that's what I drink because, yeah, I, I don't like sugars and I've got enough holes in my teeth anyways. But yeah, I found one and it was the weirdest thing in the world. Like I was reading through it, I'm like, why does what's sweetening this? And I'm thinking, oh god, this is gonna taste horrid. This is gonna taste like a bitter tea. And I took a shot of it and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. How could this be half and half tea lemonade? Taste good and not have some sort of artificial sweetener in it. Maybe Aren't it was- they allowed now to uh, to label artificial sweeteners or sweeteners from like that are derived from like sativa as of natural flavors? Uh, maybe. But usually if it's aspartame, aspartame or sucralose are like the biggest ones that I, I, I know I see all the time. And I didn't see either one of those in there. So it's kind of one of those. Huh. Anyways, as we digress. D, what the hell are you drinking with this night, man? Well, since I'm being boring and I've uh, been sick all weekend and I now I have a migraine, uh, I'm trying to rehydrate. So I'm just drinking water at the moment. Bus. Yeah. God, what, what was it that we said during that holiday video? God, what the hell was that? It'll it'll come to me. Blue Shark, what are you, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? I'm pretty sure you guys bashed me in that holiday video. Um, we love you, man. We didn't bash you. We loved you. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so I had a very interesting weekend when it came to alcohol. Um... We went to a uh, a couple's shower for one of uh, my girlfriend's friends. And uh, they had this thing. It was with melon liqueur, blue Caraco, and orange juice, and champagne. I forget what the hell she called it. It was actually quite interesting. Um, it, this, it looked uh, turquoise. When it all mixed together. And... Uh, I uh, I had a couple of those and decided to hydrate with uh, a Miller Lite. And then um, I've had uh, Strawberry Moonshine. And uh, tonight um, I'm having uh, ice water with uh, lime juice. Wow. Glad we, uh, glad we ended the what you're drinking there on a high note. <laughs> when the Sorry. hell did we become a preschool all of a sudden? I don't want to be drinking. I'm just, uh, I'm kind of had it with the with the alcohol for right now. So, wow. I'm sorry. Do we not fight a war to be free and drink whenever the hell we want, sir? This is America. Yeah. You drink and you crush beer. <laughs> well, not if it's Miller Lite, though. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, that was to hydrate. No, no. Miller Lite and uh, Narragansett. Exactly. You kind of stay away from those guys. Yeah, you, you drink Miller Lite when you want to piss a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 
God, I told you about the Miller High Life thing, right? With the keg? Uh, no. Oh, well, if you've already heard it, I'm sorry, but here we go. <laughs> Story time with Cecil. Wait, was this, was this wasn't at the 4th of July thing? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, well, what's her name? Vomited on herself after doing a keg stand. No, 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 no. This was, uh, this was a friend of mine. Uh, she was moving out to Colorado, and uh, she... She was having a party. They were all younger adults. And uh, and when I got there, you know, she, she kept saying, you got to show up, you got to show up. And I'm like, no, 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 really. You know, it's, I'm older. It's, it's, you know, it's not my scene. And she's like, no, you got to show up. I'm like, you know, no, like I barely know anybody there. And she started listing off all these people that I'd know there. And I'm like, no, really. And she's like, we're going to have a keg. And I'm like, oh, crap. All right, fine. The keg was a clincher. I'll show up. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, yeah, you know what? She's moving out to Colorado. She may stay out there forever. My assumption is she wasn't, but she may stay out there forever. So, yeah, all right, I'll show up. So I show up, me and my friend Brando. We get there, and as soon as we walk in, it's typical, like, high school-level drama everywhere. And I'm already shaking my head going, God damn, I'm too old for this. Oh, Side note, she also said that I'd see boobs when I got there, so that also was kind of a clincher for me to show up. So I get there, and I'm looking around going, oh, crap. Did you get to see boobs? I did, actually, yeah, I did, at the end. They were blue shark's boobs. Oh, no, no, actually, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> so I, uh, my friend Brando says, I'm going to go hit the keg. I'm like, yeah, go do that. So he runs over there. He comes back with a, a, a Dixie cup full of, full of what I thought was beer. He gives it to me. I say, oh, great, thank you. I definitely need this. And I start drinking it. As soon as I put it to my lips, it has the consistency of water. So I literally pour it. You guys see me drink water. You know, like I drink a glass of water and I'll just open my throat and pour it down. Well, I did that with this. So the beer was gone in about two seconds. And I hand him the cup back and I said, great, thanks for the glass of water. I was really thirsty. Could you go get my beer now? And he goes, that was the beer. I grabbed the cup back from him. Now I'm all pissed. So I walk over to this... All I can describe him is as a kid sitting on the keg. And I was like, hey, uh, what is that? As I hand my cup over, he's like, oh, it's, a, it's, it's high life. It's the champagne of beers. So I look at him and I go, who makes it? Because I got a cat that can piss stronger than this. He goes, Miller. I go, oh, God. As I walk away, I realize I just turned into my dad. Because that's his exact words when he had American beer for the first time when he moved here. I got a cat that can piss stronger than this. So continue on throughout the night. I've had about 30 of these cups and I cannot catch a buzz. I am desperately trying now because there's so much drama going on around me. I seriously think that I'm going to implode. Finally, this little 90 pound girl, as I'm sitting there, we're playing some sort of card game and I'm pounding back beers and Brando, since I always get him beers, he owed me. So literally every time I empty my cup, he's up grabbing a new one, literally to the point where he just started switching out his full cup to me and would run over and grab a new beer and drink and start drinking his. It was very funny. Well, anyways, this 90 pound girl, as we're playing cards, she's, she's had like four beers and she's falling down drunk and i'm going oh god i, I just I, i've got to have had I've, I've got to have stayed my obligatory time now i've got to be able to leave now and all of a sudden she goes because i was complaining that i couldn't catch a buzz she goes well i've got this bottle of jack I'm like 
can I have some, please? And she says, yeah, here you go. I pull the cap off of it, and I slam it back, and I keep going until I see bubbles. And I'm like, oh, thank God I'm going to catch a buzz finally. And I hand it back to her, and everybody around me, including Brando at the time, just are all staring at me with their mouths wide open because they've seen me pound down these beers all night long. And then I grab this bottle of Jack and I just slam down a quarter of the damn bottle. And they're all just looking at me like I've got eight heads and I'm going, I just stop and I look at them and I'm like, are we going to play cards or what? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, let's play cards. And that's when you brought up the Magic the Gathering decks. Mm. No, no. I didn't even bother. I don't even think they would have been coherent enough to figure out how to play. <laughs> I tap my island. Yeah, I'll tap so your island. So I can island. tap your mother. <laughs> giggity. Giggity. All righty, state of games. Next state, or next uh, topic we always go into, state of games. So, Blue Shark, like always, I see you're playing something. What's your state of games there, boss? Um, I'm currently playing uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist. I'm on, like, the final mission. Hurrah! Uh, yeah, I still gotta find someone to do the co-op crap with. Um, I've, uh, I tackled some uh, original Splinter Cell. I uh, did the first mission on PC with a mouse and a keyboard. That must have uh, sucked. That was an interesting experience. Um, Could you define I, interesting for me? Uh, it's, uh, it's, I keep explaining to people when I show them how to play video games, like, um, so here's a controller. It's an Xbox One controller. This stick, I'm, I'm moving the left stick, uh, negotiates one movement. The other one negotiates your camera. So it's, uh, it's like, you know, like the two are separate, but my god do i still not get it out of my head that my mouse has nothing to do with my movement so i have to keep reminding myself my mouse has nothing to do with my movement everything to do with my camera it's my camera it's my camera it's my camera it's mouse my camera. is the right Fuck. analog stick wsad is your left analog stick yes so it's like this is how i move this is how i look wax on uh, wax off yeah so it's like doing that stuff i've you know, I, I find it interesting. And then also, like, figuring out what keys are which for, like, how, how do I pause this damn thing? Because um, I want to turn on subtitles. How the hell do I turn this, 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 and that? And, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh interesting uh, in that sense. You know, trying to translate, you know, a GameCube controller into a, uh, a mouse and a keyboard for this. Um, I also played some... Uh, Zelda a link between worlds and I got I got kind of far I made progress great I, game uh, I you know I got all this progress and then the the mechanic says oh your car's ready sir and I close the thing and I get in my car and I get back to the apartment and I realize it turned itself off and it didn't save my progress shit wop, 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 so uh, besides that little faux pas I've, I've had a pretty good week of gaming very nice. Well, just for clarification, if I ever ask you to define interesting, there's only one response I'm ever looking for. Boobs or no boobs? All right. D, do you know what response I'm looking for? Boobs or no boobs? Shinzu, please, for the love of God, save this crew from the utter destruction that is not knowing the answer to this question. 
I wasn't listening. What's the question? If I ever no, I'm joking. No, I'm <laughs> <fucking> listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is a trap question. Like I think you were looking for like a, a jocular response, but like I don't know what you want me to say, so I'm gonna go ahead and say boobs or no boobs? <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, you're right. You're right. Right. I'm sorry. Dicks or no dicks? You're all dead to me. You're all dead to me. <laughs> you are all so dead to me. Enlighten me, sir, please. What What am I supposed to respond with? If I ever ask you, well, to, wouldn't it be funny if? No. If I ever ask no. you to define interesting, the only answer I'm looking for is, "Oh God, oh God, we're all gonna die." And yes, that's a question, not a statement. Are there any road signs? Come on, guys. You've seen the movie Serenity. And not in a long, long time. It's in the first five minutes of the damn movie. Did the primary buffer panel just fall off my Garam ship? Oh, man. If Kaylee doesn't get more power to the front thrusters, this landing could get real interesting. Define interesting. Wait. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're all going to die. Boobs or no boobs? <laughs> Is this a Firefly movie? You've not seen Serenity? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I know we're watching on Rabbit next. <laughs> Screw Anime Night. It's called We're Watching Serenity Night. It's like, it is a good show. Serenity is a very good show. I do, I do wish they'd bring it back. Oh, movie. Firefly is the show. Serenity is the movie. Same thing. Oh, completely different. Completely different. God, so much difference. Same actors. Are you a leaf on the wind? God, too soon, man. Way too friggin' soon. Oh, I've been impaled. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, seriously, Blue Shark, we've got to watch that movie. Y you have to watch that movie. That is an absolute must-see. And then you'll understand why, oh God, oh God, we're all going to die is the only answer that, that could possibly come to that question. All right. <laughs> I ain't going to say no to a good movie. So, I mean, this is good. Oh, it's friggin' fantastic. It's excellent, man. It's, you, it's you're not gonna. Good. You are not gonna be disappointed. Did you like Firefly the show? Wait, you're assuming I've seen Firefly? Mother oh my <laughs> God, dude, can we? Like he loses <laughs> all kinds of nerd cred now. Well, uh, it's good to see you, Blue. Guess we're just <laughs> we've gonna talked about so this. Cecil, is he automatically off the island now? Oh yeah, oh. he's been. He's the weakest link. Oh, we've talked about this before. How I've not seen Firefly. My God! All right, we've got to watch Firefly. How we're do gonna you, like, Netflix wake up that. in the morning. I, I just I don't I don't know how you go on with life. I mean that's that's just that's a travesty. I'm 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 sure I'll say that after I've seen the entirety series that is Firefly. It's only like twelve and, episodes or like nine episodes. It's not even that many. Yeah, and then really I'll just isn't. get on the bandwagon of why the hell did we not continue this series like everyone else does, and we'll all move on from this train wreck of uh, getting off the rails. Yeah. <sighs> nope. No, because we'll be sitting there and I'll be like, hey, Blue, remember how we watched Firefly last week? Yeah, remember how for like your entire life before that you never watched it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how that conversation is going to go. Anyway. <laughs> then you're going to ask us next month the same question. We're going to still say boobs or no boobs. Oh, God. I'm just going to do another Deckard Kane where all I do is talk about porn. Then he took his balls and ever so lightly lifted them up. He scrolled them up like a fishing line. Anyways, D, 
What's your state game, Scotty? I've been playing a lot of uh, Octopath Traveler. Just trying to go through the, kind of muscle through that game. All right, well, tell us about Octopath Traveler. Well, so far you can start off, you can choose which character you want to begin the, uh, the game with. And I think it's like eight characters or something. One of eight characters you can choose. And then you follow their storyline, and what you want to do is you want to pick up the other characters, and you can kind of decide where you want to go and, you know, which area first and travel there. So what you do is, uh, once you get to, like, say, an area and you can talk to the character that you can add to your party, you can choose to um, start their, uh, their quest, and then you can't switch characters, you can't get out of it until you finish the one little chunk that is their chapter or quest, and then you can switch out characters and everything else. But at the end, you're able to keep them in your party, and that's, that's what you do. You slowly go through and collect all the characters and follow their storylines and what's going on in their lives and what they're trying to do. Hurrah. So they all, they all have their individual like quests, their overall quests, and they all do tie in, but I haven't completed the game, so but they all eventually tie in together. But um, like uh, I have got a little thief guy that's trying to collect um, so they can take off this, this embarrassing uh, marking on him or uh, device. Because uh, he was a master thief, and they usually don't get fooled like that. So uh, he has to collect these dragon stones for this one girl. Um, this other girl has a quest to uh, to the main area is basically take part of this sacred flame, and, and you know, she's a priestess, and take it around to the other uh, areas and, re- and make sure the uh, flames are relit, which they do every like 20 years or whatever. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Hmm. That's for the Switch, right? For the Switch, yes, for the Nintendo Switch, it's a console exclusive. I gotta get, I gotta get a Switch, mostly for that uh, Starlink that's coming out too. That looks really good. Oh, let's see, uh, Diablo Three on the Switch, uh, Octoboth Traveler. You're gonna have uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Uh, yeah, a bunch of cool stuff. But I bet not a single one of them is gonna stick a whetstone to their forehead. Uh, I guess you can use your forehead now to sharpen uh, my kitchen knives. Yeah, I guess I could. Good. Cool, cool. What about you, Shinzu? What's your state of games, boss? Oh, man, I had so many games planned over the week. I had uh, I reinstalled Diablo 3. I reinstalled Half-Life 2. I was going to finally sit down and start playing uh, Dark Souls 3. Let me Dishonor guess, you, you, you're, you're, your raggedy ass didn't play a damn thing. No, I, uh, I made the mistake of logging into Skyrim, and that's all I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, not a so single been, uh, thing wrong with that. I've just been playing uh, the Skyrim, and I've been like, man, I got so much other games, but the Dragon Quests. And then Mud Crabs, and it just kind of sucked my life away. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with playing Skyrim, guy. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, dude, I was uh, really psyched when I uh, w- was watching the new uh, Fallout 76 trailer that, uh, yeah. that popped a little bit ago, and I was like, yeah. And that's actually kind of what spawned the whole thing, was I was sitting at my computer, and I was like, oh, I might as well just kind of see what news there is of Fallout 76. And I popped on the YouTube, and I pulled up the video, and I was like, man, I really miss playing Bethesda games. Let me just pop in Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim and just see what uh what my character is like again and then three hours later i'm like i should probably take a break from games for like the day and then i went back to playing it some more yeah that's about how every bethesda game turns out it's like you know what i'm just just the tip just 
the tip. I have even started on the main quest. Next thing you know, you're you're licking on somebody's taint. Pretty much, and I hadn't even started on the main quest line yet. I'm just doing side quests right now. Yeah, it's about how it rolls. Yeah, it really is. Well, since we st- since we ended so lame on uh, on the what we're, what's everybody drinking? I guess we'll end lame on state of games. I have actually played well nothing. I I I actually turned on Wildlands for about twenty minutes before we started the show. And that that's been my game that I've played all week. We were gonna do um Dead Space three too. Hey, you let me know when, dude. I will carve out time to crack through that game. Also, I think Zyber had downloaded that game and was interested in uh in going through it. So if if I'm unavailable, he might uh he might be willing to crank through it with you. You guys have it on uh you has it on Xbox. I guess Absolutely. it really matters since it's backwards compatible between Xbox One and Xbox three sixty. Yeah. Well the game on Xbox One is actually a three sixty game, so Oh, okay. I thought it was a free one month, but I guess it was just like a free weekend or something like that, because I have it in my library that I played it before, but I don't own it. Gotcha. Well I've got it it's a part of the EA access thing. Yeah. So honestly, out of all the things that happen on the Xbox the EA access is probably the single thing that is absolutely worth it. Now I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of EA because of the the BS that they've been pulling, but it's like twenty nine ninety nine a year, and you get access to some pretty decent games, including yeah. every Dead Space currently, Titanfall, um, the Maddens, uh, just a lot of really a lot of really great games to be perfectly honest. So it's 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 cool. I'm going to pick it up, um, I think, at one of the local stores here and just uh, do it because I don't have any room on my Xbox right now because I've been playing uh, was it For Honor. It was another game I I, I downloaded to play with our, our younger brother. And, uh, oh, God, that's <laughs> such a bad game. Yeah, but bad games can be fun with good people. Yeah, it is, but it really is like the, the, like the weirdest game of like rock, paper, scissors ever. I hear you. So, what the hell do we have to talk about tonight? Wasn't it DLC? Mods, mods. Oh, mods! Yeah, like I've I've met some pretty cool mods in my life. What were we going to talk about on mods? Well, the uh, Counter Strike game ninety nine started off as a mod of um, the Half Life game. Oh yeah, I remember those mods back then. Man, yep. they were dicks. They always kicked me out of games that they thought I was cheating. Probably were cheating, you fucker. I wasn't. Wrong. Wrong mod. We're talking about the things that change games into something else or enhance your experience. Or, in the case of um, GoldenEye 007, uh, turn bullets into paintball. Wait, we're, we're, not talk, we're not talking about those guys that like hang around and, and kick you out and yell at you for stuff? No, no, no. We're not going to talk about ourselves. That's that's uh, that's too narcissistic. I am completely unprepared for this show. Okay, well then I guess I'll take the lead and uh, suggest some really awesome mods that uh, change the world of gaming. I mean, one of the Battle Royale, PUBG, was one of the most popular Battle Royale games that came out that was based off of Arma. Well, hold on. the mod of Arma. Let's uh, let's let's back the train up here. If we're going to talk about mods, we got to talk about the history of mods. We can't just like we can't just go balls deep into uh, into a battle royale mod. We gotta 
Oh, absolutely. We got to start talking about where mods came from. Like, like what, what were the first ones? What were the first ones that started? Like, where did they all come from? Uh, Stork brings them in. Uh, you have games like Wolfenstein, which was modded into a creation um, that made Doom. And then uh, Half-Life, which its modded creation created Counter-Strike as we know it today. Let's talk about Doom there for a second. So I can distinctly remember back in the day, back in the day, shuddy, uh, when I had, when we had Half-Life and the, and then the days of Napster, and we're probably going to get sued now for even mentioning that name, but, oh God. but in the days of Napster where you could get a hold of like almost any MP3 in the world, you could actually mod your Doom game to link in MP3s and play them. And then you had other people who actually took all those different like songs, like Metallica and all that crap, and they made them via MIDI. So it was like a MIDI synthesizer of Metallica's one, and you'd be playing Doom with a really bad version of a MIDI-synthesized Metallica's one. And I gotta say, there's nothing more gratifying than... You know, you're blasting somebody's face through with a really bad synthesized Metallica in the background. What are some other old school mods? Like, are we going before like Half Life Two mods, like Team Fortress, or? Yeah, I mean, let's 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 talk about let's talk about some of the more popular ones. Team Fortress is a, is a extremely popular one. Uh, was it Dota Two? Dota, actually, Dota was a mod off of uh, Warcraft Three, wasn't it? Uh, it was either Warcraft Three or it was Starcraft, one of the two. Honestly, don't I also don't remember. War. It was, it was Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, it was the one with uh, where you had the guy with the sword and the ice crap. Oh, uh, that would be Warcraft Three. That one. Yeah, that was Arthas. Thank you. Crap, you remembered his name. Jesus, good job. Dude, I fucking love the Ice Grand Citadel on World of Warcraft. I don't know what you're talking about. When was that in World of Warcraft? In World of Warcraft for Ice Grand Citadel? Yeah. It was after the Burning Crusades. Oh, yep. I stopped after Burning Crusades. That's why. I'm like, uh... I'm all of a sudden my brain flatlined. I'm like, uh oh you mean the World of Warcraft existed after the Burning Crusades? What is this you speak of? Well, no, like, I, I played it for a while, then, like, just as that new expansion was coming out, I, I broke myself away, and I said, I have to stop playing this. I need to live life. I haven't seen the sun in, like, four days. Just exit your room. Your family's like, who are you? I haven't seen you in 15 years. Pretty much, yeah. It was like, you still live here? Yeah. What have you been surviving on upstairs? Just the radiation from your monitor? Pretty much. Uh, wh- let's talk about some... In Cheetos. No, actually goldfish crackers. Like, remember that friggin' big box of goldfish crackers I lived on for like a week? Oh, Jesus. Or good goldfish crackers. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about some, some history of mods here where mods went wrong. So... 
I, I know I consider it, but would you guys consider things like aim bots and stuff like that bots? Uh, I mean, technically they are mods, but they're not really like, I don't know if they're technically mods of the way you're talking about, where like they actually just kind of change the games for the better, if you want to like add on to the game or use a mod to take a game to like the next level or kind of change it to be something completely different than what it originally was versus people that just use mods like that that just suck at life in general yeah aims bots just suck i i think it makes whoever runs the aim bots life a lot better you know because well i mean it does but like at the end of the day like what's the point well the point is you suck at the game and you just want to turn it on and see what happens I mean, just basically being a troll to everyone else. Yeah, or you're really good at the game, and you're curious what the hell an aimbot is, so you install it to see what it's like, and then you realize that it's so friggin' cheap, and you <laughs> you realize that Punkbuster is there for a reason. Pretty sure that uh, when we were growing up, my brother thought I was using uh, an aimbot for Halo. Oh, God. When I was playing Counter-Strike, everybody said I used an aimbot. And actually, there was one match, one single match, I actually put an aimbot on for. And it was with nobody who accused me of being an aimbot. Like, I turned it on because I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what the hell this is all about. Because everybody keeps saying I'm using it. Let's try it. I turned it on. It, it, like, how could you not be noticed using a damn aimbot? Oh, it's very obvious. Some people have, uh, they have the aimbots on. Like, you know, we have uh, mic mute. We can just kind of turn it on, turn it off. A lot of people have the ability to just kind of click them off. So then they go two or three kills with using the aimbot and they turn the mod off. Then they die or they shoot and their, you know, their hit ratio goes down. So like when they look back at the game stats, it doesn't look like they're that impressive. Dude, I, I literally, I had it on for one match. It was on, uh, it was on dust. And I remember, all right, I'm going to give this a shot and see what the hell it's all about because I'm pretty good. I can hold my own, but Let's see what this is. As soon as I turned it on, I was like, all right, let me try this. I put my knife on, ran up to four people in a row, and knifed them in the skull. I'm like, this is not right. Whoever designed this, they need to die in a fire. I think the, the really weird part is, like, when you go to a game that has, like, no monetary, like, goals in mind. So, like, when you play games like Player Unknown or something like that, you can sell the loot like in the steam marketplace you can sell that kind of crap and then the more kills you get like the better you do in the game the more points you get that you can buy that crap but in certain games it just makes no sense like when you had halo was on the pc and like aimbots were just completely rampant in that game there was no reason there's no monetary or there's no actual outside of that one game there's no reason to actually use that bot well let's 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 uh Let's shift gears into let, let's shift gears back into elk history here. So there's been a lot of great modders out there. I can't name any off the top of my head, mostly because I'm way more inebriated than I thought I'd be by this point in the in the show. But uh, there's been some really great modders out there that, and for the most part, modding is a pro bono thing. Like people don't go out to make mods and then they're looking to make money. Uh, to give you a name, the guy who modded um, Half-Life into uh, Counter-Strike um, was Min Lee. Um, 
And then, like, there was another guy who did uh, Skyrim, and he greatly, uh, greatly changed the game. So it was pretty much, I think it was 30 hours of content in yeah, there to, to completely can... recreate it. And the man eventually got hired by um, Bungie Studios. Yeah, you can that. find all of, most of his mods on uh, Nexus Mods. Well, there's a good point, is that some people who create these mods actually go on to working for these studios because they've done so well in them. Yeah, and that guy's name was... Um, he was 19 at the time when he did it, but his name is, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to screw this up, Veliki. And he had, like, uh, more than 100 people, like create this thing like manage his own game which was like 2000 man hours like of music voice acting graphics and content damn yeah and that's one of the, i think it was valve would like basically hire these people who did moddings on different uh, valve games to pretty much you know create the next big game which you know counter-strike is still huge especially in the competitive world to this day and there are there are different styles of mods. So there's not just the the Counter Strike mods, which is is basically a total conversion mod. You've got total conversion mods where they take the game, they basically take the core engine and they make a completely different game out of it using that core engine, or they rewrite the entire game using that core engine or that core baseline. Then you've got little mods, and I say little mods, they're not really little, they're pretty significant. But when I say little mods, I mean they affect only a certain portion of the game. Like one of the things I love... Like a lot of the Minecraft mods out there? Well, yeah, like Minecraft mods. Uh, what I'm thinking of specifically was uh, um, Oblivion, when it came out, the requirements on it were like stupid. Like j just what you needed to run the game at 60 frames, 1080p even, were just, at the time, really incredible. Compared to, like, for instance... Um, what Morrowind needed, the game that came up for it. When that came out, the, the requirements on it were significantly, and I mean significantly, less than what Oblivion needed. So somebody created a mod, and I forget who it was, but they created a mod called Old Oblivion, which basically took Oblivion and knocked it down to Morrowind-style graphics, but they made it so that people who could play Morrowind very, very well, but then all of a sudden Oblivion came out and they couldn't play it because the requirements on it were just astronomical. And even on the lowest settings, they were getting 15 frames a second. Old Oblivion knocked it down even that extra step so that they could actually play the game without having to spend an extra thousand bucks, bucks to upgrade their hardware. So there's mods like that that are really, really beneficial to a certain sect of people. And then you've got those things that people have done, like the HD uh, textures and stuff like that. And I know you've probably seen it for Skyrim. If you, if you haven't, you've got to go check them out. Because the... It's 45,000 mods and counting for Skyrim. Uh, yeah. Like, you, you want it, it, it's probably been made. Exactly. You you want your cat people to walk around nude, they, they're they guaranteed they have a mod for it. You want your building's bricks to look really slick and shiny, guaranteed there's a mod for it. You want the lights to be on or off during daytime or nighttime, there's probably a mod for it. 
I just want to add titties to all the dudes, too. <laughs> There's probably a mod for it. Mod for it. I think one of the more impressive mods for uh, Skyrim in general is the uh, realistic water mod. Which one's that? So they have a, a mod, I can't remember the name of it, but basically it makes the water exceedingly realistic. Like, it looks much better. It, it reacts with the environment much better as well. Huh. But it's very impressive. Liquid water and just liquid in general in games is really hard to do and really hard to pull off. And see, now, for the longest time, for probably from 2001 to about 2012-ish, water was how I, personally, how I looked at a game and said whether it was really great graphics or not. Because if the water was done really well, it was really well done. Because water is so hard to do. That and fabric. Fabric was another one of those things. And there was a mod for... Actually, I think it was Oblivion, specifically, that changed away, changed around how a lot of the fabrics worked. Like the, the banners and stuff that were hanging on walls. It might have been Skyrim. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anywho, there there was one that really affected how fabric worked, and it was just it it took a performance hit, especially if you had a game, if, especially if you had a machine that just really wasn't up to snuff. A lot of these mods would really really make your performance drag, but God, there was just so many that would make everything look so pretty. Um, there was an underwater mod that because when you went underwater in in both Skyrim and Oblivion and Morrowind. Swimming underwater looked horrible. And Fallout, Fallout 3, exact same thing. Swimming underwater was just horrid. It wasn't realistic at all. They basically just put like a bronze filter on everything and, you know, breaching the water was horrible. All of that fun stuff. But there was a mod that made underwater swimming more... I don't want to say realistic because it, it wasn't realistic whatsoever, but it made it more catchy. It made it uh, it made it feel better. Uh, and little little mods like that, like I don't know, it just there there's some of them that are just completely lame, and then there's some of them that are completely amazing. Uh, like <laughs> who's the one that had for Tomb Raider? It was like Nude Raider. There was a mod that came out that had uh, Laura Croft without her shirt on. I bet that enhanced the game a lot. Well, not when it was the old pixely one where it was just triangles for her chest. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Um, and it was, the, yeah, it was the pixelated version of Tomb Raider. Um, and then, I mean, <laughs> and then you had like Grand Theft Auto, I think Hot Coffee. Oh, mod. yeah. But that technically wasn't a mod. That was actually programming that was in the game. Yeah, I think the mod just released yeah, it. Yeah, this, this air quotes mod just unlocked that portion of the game. So it was code that was already in there. They just, you had no way of getting to it. Oh, okay. But I mean, isn't that, isn't that the, essentially what modding does? Is it either, it can either create coding or it can open up coding for something? Well, because I mean, you're you're essentially with the graphics mods, aren't you? Essentially, opening up the code to be more enhanced, and to give you better textures, better this, better that, or are you completely rewriting it? Sometimes it's completely rewriting it. Uh, like the the texture packs that came out, like the HD texture packs for Oblivion, 
literally made 4K texture packs for the game, and it made it look friggin' amazing. Like, night and day difference. But it also was a huge performance hit. And then there's other ones that actually wrote different code into the actual game where, you know, certain events would trigger certain things to happen. So modding in general, I mean, you could have mods that affect very small parts of the game or, or mods that rewrite the entire game. But let's let's kick on to the next kind of question we had here, since I think we're, we're beating a dead horse here. Um, what were some of our favorite mods? Like, I think we've gone over some, and I think we've talked about some of them. But let's just go, let's go around the room. Let's talk about some of our favorite mods that we've seen, or maybe favorite mods, not necessarily that we've used, but, but we've seen in action, or we've looked at, and we've been like, oh man, that looks like a really cool mod. Let's just go around the room. Let's start off blue. What's some of your favorite mods that you've seen out there? So, my, uh, as we all know, my PC gaming experience is very limited. Uh, so, mods are something that have been relegated to what's available as far as unlockables go, uh, such as GoldenEye's um, paintball mode, uh, where you turn bolts into paintball instead, uh, Jet Force Gemini, Rainbow Blood, you know, that thing, uh, Halo, um, with, you know, like the different mods for difficulty and then also like birthday party for the grunts, you know, headshots. Then it goes, yay! And then you know, like confetti goes everywhere. Um, I'd have to say that birthday mod um, had to be one of my favorites playing in Halo. Uh, but as far as like what I've seen for like PC gaming, uh, I'd have to say 1942, um, where they basically take Battlefield uh 1942 and they take it all the way back to muskets and um uh mast um and sail ships that's pretty cool like you're throwing like um cartoon style uh grenade bombs uh instead of regular grenades you're using a musket that's a single shot uh and then you're like you're climbing up on ships that you know mast and sail uh you know like Civil War era and uh, the era of the American Revolution. Those are really cool mods. And the amount of time that someone spends going in and making those little tweaks to give you that kind of a, you know, refreshed experience of still the same type of game, but, you know, taking it back a few, you know, hundred years as far as combat's concerned uh, is definitely interesting. Okay. Uh, what about you, D? Favorite mods. There's a biomes of plenty for Minecraft, which added like an additional 80 biomes and sub-biomes, which was a lot of fun. So it made the world a lot more varied, so it was a lot more interesting. Yeah, the only thing I don't look at, I, like, I, I, hate, to, I hate to drag on anything, because Minecraft's a huge one when it comes to mods, but the thing I hate about Minecraft is that they've totally changed up the dynamic of that game, so now pretty much any biomes or anything you want to add to it is paid. Yeah, yeah, but that was still a really, um, a really fun one. I liked it. All right, all right. Any other ones you want to mention? Um, no, no. I mostly I I didn't do too many mods except for with like Minecraft. All right. What about you, Shenzu? Any any I mods? Got- 
Yeah, uh, like one of my favorite mods of all time was actually an incredibly basic mod, and it was oh. for Doom 3. Everybody uh, drink. The flashlight mod. Drink on what? Ah, uh, you said basic. Oh, basic. So, uh, it was the... Everyone remembers Doom, Doom 3, right? You had your gun out or you had your flashlight. It was one or the other. Yep. And then you had, there must have been a roll on duct tape on Mars, where you installed that and allowed you to actually have your flashlight attached to your gun as well. One of my best, one of my favorite mods, because it made that game so much easier and of much less pain in the butt. But then, uh, if you remember, uh, when we were kids, uh, Ultima Online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, used to play me some Ultima Online uh, back in the day. And... Uh, discovered a, a, a gateway that allowed you to play various worlds with unending versions of the world's storylines, new quest lines, new skip, new spells, new skills. It was just basically playing a new game or a new version of that game every single time that you, uh, you discovered one. And it just kept the game fresh. I think you're, uh, you're not coming through. Oh yeah, I hit the enter key instead of my uh, my my pipe key. Yeah, I remember Ultima Online. We gotta get a, a shard of that going because I got a server here that's just sitting here doing nothing. I can I could totally turn it into an Ultima Online shard. Yeah, you keep cutting out. What do you mean I keep cutting out? What am I cutting out for? Why? Why am I doing it? I'd be down to to play because remember we used to play on uh, that one server. Um, I think it was called ABCUO. I, I think it I think it was called ABC. Yeah, that was exactly it. Actually, uh, I think it was about three or four months ago. I actually logged into my account and I still have an account with them. Oh God! Oh, did you pay the money? I, I did. I donated. Uh, I donated like I think it was like five bucks one month. And if you donate five bucks, you don't ever lose your crap, no matter how old the the, uh, the thing goes. So yep, yeah, I still yep. have a still have my house, all my gear. Nice. But yeah, no, those are those were my favorite mods. Like basic mods they don't have to completely change the face of a game they just small little things make the games easier make more sense and it's fantastic yeah well some of my favorite mods were oh hold on blue's got something what you got no no, no. you answer your question first and then i got a question all right uh some of my favorite mods um were were just silly mods uh homeworld had a, a total conversion mod that actually rewrote the entire game uh, actually, sorry, Freelancer, not Homeworld, Freelancer. Rewrote the entire game so that it was a completely different game playing it. Uh, Oblivion had some great, great mods that changed the water, changed the visuals. In fact, there were some mods that came out for Oblivion that made it look better than Skyrim when it was released. And that's saying something, because Skyrim was super pretty. And th there were mods that came out for Oblivion that made it look better uh, which is is absolutely amazing the old school mods where you would take uh actually here's one that was released with the seventh guest and it was a little hidden easter egg on the actual disc itself in the old doom game uh what it used to load the game were things called wad files wad files and they were actually the world Files, they're like they're, they stood for world something something or something like that. Where's all my data? Thank you, thank you. So, 
Doom had all these WAD files with it. So if you ever played the game Seventh Guest, you know that you're running around this mansion called Stoff's Mansion, and it was full of puzzles and all these different things that you had to do. Um, and the Eleventh Guest was an amazing game that came after it because you went into the Stoffed Mansion after it's been basically dilapidated and destroyed. Uh, Trilobite did an amazing job of taking Stoff's Mansion and making it look like a destroyed house afterwards. It was just... It, it 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 hits so many nostalgia hits from the first game. But anyways, I digress. But anyways, on the seventh guest disc, if you searched, you found these WAD files. And there really have no information there except for a README that tells you how to load them into a Doom into a game. And I don't even think they mention Doom in the README. You just have to know that these WAD files go to Doom. Well, if you load them into Doom, it actually get, lets you play the in, an entire level, whether it be multiplayer or not, in the Stoffed Mansion. So these guys who created this game actually created the Stoffed Mansion inside of the Doom engine. And as a, I, I consider that a mod. That is fucking amazing. I have never heard of that. Why? Dude, it, it, it was... Uh, I'll, have to, I'll see if I can track it down. You can probably download it, to be perfectly honest, for free somewhere. Man, I I, I want to load up one of those DOS emulators and play that shit now. Dude, it it was one of those like okay, I I'm a huge fan of the Seventh Guest game, um, as well as the Eleventh yeah. Hour. Yeah, you're the one that introduced me in, into it and let me borrow them and play them. Yeah, because they're they're amazing games. They're they're they stupid puzzle games that get your brain going, and they're really difficult at times. But all of them have a very logical solution. Except for and one. they also had that creepy vibe, you know, that haunted creepy vibe, which I loved. You play it at night, huddled there. Oh yeah, and that's where actually I got the, uh, I got the, uh, <laughs> are you coming or just breathing hard? <laughs> because in the uh, in the 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 art gallery in the game, you had to sit there and work on this. You know those? God, what the hell is the best way to describe it? It's those puzzles where you've got. Where you've got to swap around the squares to make a full picture. Like a Rubik's Cube. No, not like a Rubik's Cube. It's like those old hand puzzles where you would move the things oh, around. Oh, like the pit cross puzzles. Yeah, kind of like those. Well, there was one in the in the art gallery. And every time that you made a move that really didn't get you anywhere, you'd hear Stoff taunt you. In fact, he taunted you on every puzzle, not just that one. But in that one specifically, he would sit there and go, Are you coming? Oh, just breathing hot. <laughs> I was like, really, dude? Come on. Um, but anywho, so like the stuff, man, you know, the, the whole game was really, really cool. But yeah, so when I was going through, because I was trying to get, there was a song on there on the on the disc itself that I was trying to pull off and I couldn't. Um, but when I was trying to get to it in, in the data files, I found those WAD files on there. But that honestly would have to be like my favorite mods. What about how do you guys feel about uh, physical mods of har- hardware to kind of like add new life to older hardware? Can you give an example? Like uh, original Game Boy, it's like next to impossible to see the damn screen. You add a backlight, and you can play your original Game Boy at night. It makes it a lot, lot more playable. Uh, I th- I think mods like that you know, maybe 20 years ago would be handy. Nowadays, I think it's just a fun thing to do. 
I think, well, you know what, though? When it comes to physical mods, though, I can agree with that because my old Xbox, which I think you still have, D, maybe you don't. I do. Yes. I do still. So I modded the hell out of that specifically so I could use a remote to turn it on and off. Because that was one thing that those uh, that those Xboxes never had was a way to turn it on and off remotely. You had to walk up to it and physically press a button. However, if you had the Xbox remote and you bought this little mod that allowed, that that actually took very little soldering to do anything with, but then it allowed you to press the select button on the remote for the Xbox, and it would turn it on, and then you would turn it off like you normally would via Xbox. You didn't know that that Xbox could do that, right? Yeah, you explained all the mods to me when you uh, gave it oh, to me. Oh, good, good. I'm just making sure I didn't leave that one out. I'm trying to think of other physical mods that would work on a... Uh, actually, you know what? I'm staring at one right now, my PS4. So my PS4 has got a physical mod on it that is a data storage mod. So I can take a full-size hard drive, which I have a 2-terabyte hybrid drive in it, and I can actually plug that in and make it work when normally you just have a small, you know, laptop drive in it. See? 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 What are some other physical yeah. mods that we can come up with? Well, I mean, a lot of people sometimes added some neat little uh, uh, things to the systems, like some RGB lighting to the systems, just because. Yeah, okay. What about that, uh, the mod for the Switch with the cardboard what the a nintendo labo yeah i mean that that's actually kind of a huge thing right now is that a mod i yeah it is because you you modify a piece of cardboard in order to use it for not the system though and it comes from nintendo so it's not really a mod (sighs) i mean but the whole reason why nintendo mod even occurred was because people were actually making mods of cardboard and other various items. And they saw, hey, there's a market for this. Huh. Well. Yeah, it's essentially a peripheral device that you're creating for the the console. But, um, I mean, interesting mods like uh, turning uh, LCD screens and combining them with an Xbox to make it a portable gaming console. Yeah. Actually, using, uh, using the Wii controllers and making a light gun out of them. I've also seen um, taking, like, say, an Xbox One S or something like that, or PlayStation Four Slim, and like fitting it into like a big laptop, and created like a, a a laptop. Yeah, that's extreme, though. That 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 takes some. I've seen I've seen people do some stuff like that, and that's pretty wild. All right. Well, where would what mods would we like to see come out? Let's go around the table again on this one. What what mods do you want to see come out for games? Like, think of a game that you love dearly, maybe you hate, and you think it would, might do better with a mod. What would be something that you'd want to see in a game? So, Shinzu, let's start with you, since we ended with you last time. What do, what do you want to see? What kind of mods would you want to see? Oh, man. Uh, I honestly would like to see a uh, mod for Skyrim, um, but in the, like a... Remember Berserk, the anime and, and, and game? Yeah. I oh, yeah. kind of want them to do a mod for that for Skyrim. They don't have it yet, but I was kind of hoping that maybe someone would do that. Still crossing fingers that someone's actually creating that. Um, definitely some more mods for like Player Unknown that would actually kind of just optimize it a bit more. And uh, 
It's really hard to say because I haven't really been playing too many games lately. All right, what about you, Blue? So, this is completely undoable, but I don't care. So, someone take The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for N64. This always bugged the shit out of me. So, after you destroyed the castles, you know, evil exterior, you took down Ganon, you saved the fucking world. And then you went back to being young or you went back to being older no one knew the fuck about what you did. I want to be able to walk around, have new conversations with everybody that thanks me for saving their asses. And then two, add in something else where some evil wizard or something tries to bring back like the evil villains from like the different, um, uh, what do you call them? Temples. And add a new, different, challenging twist to them, including the fucking water temple, to play that game again for a little bit longer. Because I always would beat that game and i go, yeah, but I'm not going to get any thanks for this. It's kind of like the hero walks in and the hero just kind of walks out. But I think, the, I think the point of it is that like you finish the game, you beat the game, you end the game, and like you basically prevent it from happening, so nothing technically happens. Uh, yes and no, but I mean like you still have like I guess to me is like having like a complete finished story, you don't get that from the character dialogues. Like when you go back in the world to do the little extra tasks and the little extra things, finish off your collection of this and that, you don't get that from the dialogue you get it from the dialogue that there's still evil in the world like you get like the guy who works at the the ranch who's still plotting to do something evil and take over and i mean like it doesn't really change the world and stopping evil i don't know that actually reminds me of a great mod that we didn't mention the uh the mod that they did for i think it's zelda link to the past where they've actually randomized the entirety of it, but the mod randomizes it, but doesn't randomize it to the point where it can break. So all the things that you have to do in the game are all still there. So when you go get something, like you need to get a glove or whatever it may be, you get it, and it doesn't break it to the point of your the castle that you have to go to to get something is locked, so you can't get to it, so that you can't progress in the game. That was a killer mod that came out. I forget, I forget who made that. But they've got people who speed run that shit. That's friggin' amazing. You just reminded me of that when you said Zelda and changing it around and doing all that. What about you, D? What mods would you want to see come through for games? Although I don't play too many mods on games, there's one thing I think would be kind of neat, and that it would be for No Man's Sky. I want somebody to mod and just add in lightsabers so I can just beat the shit out of stuff with lightsabers while playing. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that already. Just run up to those, you know, you accidentally shoot some animal, they're all up your butt, or the little drones to protect the environment. I just want to whack them with a the, with the lightsaber and be like, no, I'm a Sith, motherfucker. Well, my, my thought process on that was actually for No Man's Sky, but uh, you guys remember the game Spore? 
Love that game. I still have it. I also have it on the DS. I, I would want to see them somehow mod the the creatures in from Spore into No Man's Sky. Because there were so many like cool planets that you just created out of Spore. And they just it just by the time you get to the end of, of Spore and you're traveling to other planets and it becomes really a, a 3X game. Yeah, it just it it seems like all that work that you did to kind of create that planet and make that all happen, it just seems like it kind of went by the wayside. I'd love to see that somehow burnt into uh, into No Man's Sky. You know, you're you're roaming around and you see fifty million Trogdors running around, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm gonna go and hit him with my lightsaber. Hell yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Well, it looks like we have no questions from the uh, audience or from Zyber, it seems. So let me double check, though, make sure, because, uh, you know what, I didn't uh, I didn't do my due diligence and check before I came in here. Nope, we are completely question-free. Uh, let, me, let me run over to uh, TPCs and see if I can steal any other questions. Take any questions? Nah, crap. They're on episode 233, and they don't have any questions. I think they're also onto us. <laughs> I think they might be. I think they might be like hiding their questions now. They got another folder. Uh, not questions. <laughs> Maybe. And you know what? They do. And I haven't been looking through that. Maybe I should start looking through that from now on. Damn it, TPC, you're onto us. <sighs> well, on that note, Blue, where can people find you at, man? Uh, you can find me when you're not uh, chatting on our uh, GNA Discord or any of the other Discords like TPC's Discord, Bullets and Beers Discord. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash bluesshark45, and uh, hopefully streaming at some point in the future in preparation for Extra Life, mixer.com slash bluesshark45. Rock on. Where can people find you at, D? People can find me at microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com at my website. Uh, same thing for YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, occasionally on Twitch. I've got my own uh, Discord channel. Also, I'll mostly haunting the GNA podcast Discord. Also on Facebook as well. Most social media platforms. Rock on. Where can people find you at, Shinzu? I'm just kind of haunting the GNA podcast right now. I still haven't set anything up. I'm being super, super lazy. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, we can take that. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. Uh, you can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else, Facebook, Ustream, uh, Twitch, Mixer, pretty much everywhere. So just just find me there. If you can't find me, let me know, and I'll, I'll hook up there too. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or Spreaker. Reviews help people uh, find the show. So if you enjoy listening to the show, help other people find us too by dropping a review or a, uh, or a rate. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Spreacher, Stitcher, Spreaker, Player FM, MyTuner, Your Listen. And yes, you can find us on Spotify as well. Uh, if we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast or join our Discord that they've all been talking about. Just see that pinned tweet. We're also on Facebook. Just, again, search at GNA Podcast and you'll find us there. We started hosting and uh, and playing games on our streaming feeds. 
www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA podcast and on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We've partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, uh, why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle, D? All righty then. Humble Bundle is a... Where's the show notes? (laughs) (laughs) Where's the show notes? I've got them, don't you worry. Oh, an avalanche is coming in. I do not feel prepared. (laughs) Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. With a twist! You choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy to let them know that we sent you that way. So far these this month we've raised... How much did we raise, Cecil? Uh, it says it right in the show notes there. I grabbed old show notes. You bastard. $43.67. And, oh, nice! Because this one said forty-one, so it was pretty and, close. And we would, we would have more. We would have more if Shinzu actually listened to us when we said, "Put question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your humble bundle link." You're not my mother. You, you, know, you, you, you know what I think we should do? I, I think just as punishment, we should change his name to Shitsu. <laughs> you are evil. You are evil. And I will just yeah. shit all over the rug constantly. Because that's what they do. We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Check out our good friends Proxy Fox at Yeah Dude Gamers and Caleb and Alex over at Geek Squatch. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography, Bastard's Not Here, for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA. One with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. Just send us lawsuits. Something. Yes, lawsuits. Lawsuits, subpoenas, summons, whatever the hell you want. Please send us something. We'd love to hear from you. Last but not least, check out our website, www.gnapodcast.com. And you know what? I miss having Damoc here where he would just scream that into the mic. Would you like us to... We could all scream at you if you'd no, like. No, it's not, it's, it's not the same. Not it's the not same. same. Not the same. we got to get him back yeah, on. Yeah, we got to get Damoc. But actually, uh, you could also, uh, if you check out uh, Microbrew Gamer's website, I've got links in there. Say, if I review stuff... Uh, the links will either go to Amazon, I'm an Amazon affiliate, or GameStop, a GameStop affiliate for something. So if you guys do that, I earn a little commission. It doesn't raise the price at all. And that helps us to uh, create more content. There you go. So check out microbrewgamers.com. Well, thank you all for joining me tonight. And have a great night. It was awesome to be here. You too. You guys, have a good one. Prost. Night all. Night. <laughs>